0: Last time on Critnit. The group split off into two different sections. Parker Prox went home to check with his family, learned a few things about uh, godlings, the kind of world around him, and some more about what his mysterious violin that was gifted by one Janice Tunger may or may not have for an origin. Now, the others made a fire elemental, made a friend of a fire elemental, bought wood chips for it, came back and enjoyed beautiful company with it. Beyond that, Relic returned then, as everyone reconvened, they filled him in on many of the aspects of it, uh, up until when they also knew and told him about uh, their knowledge of the Orbs of Valia, of which he confirmed their suspicions by producing it, showing that he actually possessed one on himself, and then returned it back to his pocket. and welcome to Critnet. here we have a returning characters and their wonderful faces that you can't see back on our podcast
1: do we want to do the level up stuff first um yeah and instead of doing like the now we pick up like we like hey everybody thanks for listening to the podcast this is what we're doing level ups uh however you want to do that hey what chris said i'm gonna just cut that so that's
0: exactly what we said
1: there we go perfect <laughs> Uh, cheater cheater. <laughs> Audio cheating I love it So in other words audience what we just did Is well you know we've done a level up We are now level yes. 4 suckers
0: yeah. yeah Having now gained the information in the various Aspects of their characters in this Beautiful milestone having conquered level 2 And returned mildly successful They will now gain An extra level Gascar, What are you taking
1: yeah, so I get an ability to score improvement. And so I'm going to go ahead and apply a plus two into my intelligence. Uh, so now I have a f- uh, plus five modifier there. Um, and yeah, I'm up to 28 points of HP. I'm still a little tiny mongoose. You're a smart boy. Now, I'm very, good, smart, very good. Little tiny mongoose. There you go. Uh, Mr. Cruz.
2: Uh, I took toughness, and with toughness and a roll of nine on the die, I am boosting my HP up by 20, giving me a grand total of 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought so as well.
3: Uh, Mr. Hoomval. So, for the audience wondering, Hoomval has been rolling. What are they, d8s for rogues? Yes. Mm-hmm. At this level, I rolled the d6. So there's your the little hint. In addition to that, uh, because of all of Hoomval's studying and being in a new land, he took an ability score improvement straight to his intelligence, granting him strength 16, dexterity 16, constitution 19, an intelligence of 16, and a wisdom of 14.
1: And for everybody out there wondering who, what the heck Ball is up to, yeah, none of us know for, for like, legit. None of us know except for Sawyer. Not a clue. Yeah, it's a little bit scary that he just upped his intelligence <laughs> because he played some sort of game. I am playing a lot of games.
3: And tonight I'm playing D&D with the rest of you <laughs> losers. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Cheers.
4: Ah, losers. there we go.
3: You speak so highly
5: on us.
2: Ah, bro. Hey, you got got something stuck in your throat there, bud.
3: Uh, It it was a knife.
5: (laughs) Uh, Mr. Parker Prax. So with the amount of time he's been spending with his magical object, he's going to do some more studying here later. Um, So he took as a feat magic initiate, which gives me two more cantrips and a first level spell. Very good becoming more crafty with magic
0: have you decided what spells you're taking
5: Uh, yes so the two cantrips I'll be taking are blade ward and message because you never know Um, also by the way I don't know if anybody's known but I haven't been wearing any armor this entire time I've just been wearing street clothes (laughs) Uh, my AC is
3: 13 (laughs) who makes pants for satyrs also where is the pants slot
5: Be a slot for the tail uh, oh, and then for my first little spell, I took uh, Sleep. Ooh! Mm. Because mm. you never know.
0: One of the most frustrating spells to a DM.
3: Yes. And remember, it deals knockout to the lowest HP, not hit die. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they have one hit point, they're going down.
1: Yeah, I've also listened to a lot of podcasts where this has gone horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Yes! Cheers to the Adventure Zone. Cheers to our our friends over at Adequately Advanced Magic who have attempted to use the spell and it did not work. Not the way that they (laughs) wanted it to.
2: The party members fell asleep.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Just just a
2: shout out to the the crit show too, just just because.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're just cool guys. You know, they're cool. They're just cool guys. All right all right cool well there's there's our level up everyone is now level four uh any any other points character interests that you guys want to go over before we jump into uh today's episode
3: uh yes i cannot wait to betray you all and have you all <laughs> just be buried in graves like three feet deep. thanks buddy we're not gonna bury you the full six
0: man elliot's spicy today
3: i'd expect nothing less I am the spiciest (laughs) kitty Mm -hmm. Meow
1: He was sick last week, he's gotta come back with a vengeance
3: I have nothing but energy and spite Mm.
1: Oh yeah, for those of you who don't know Elliot was in fact a little bit under the weather
0: For our last recording session Which may or may not have spanned several episodes Uh, So now he's ready to Murder everybody
3: I only hope my coughs have infuriated you to no extent
1: uh, they mm. <laughs> no yes, we've, they we've edited those out for the, the listening pleasure of our audience who does not want to listen to your horrific god awful mouth noises one other point of note Parker Prax you found a note as
0: you left your family's shop written in beautiful script saying meet us at the neon thing at eight o'clock And it was signed or sealed by the Reinhardts. You took the note, hid it away, made your way back. All right. So here we have everybody in the guild hall lobby. And here we pick up. Yeah. How's Relic doing? He's not doing too good. Not going to lie. Dude is uh, kind of (laughs) like eyes wide open, but kind of looking down at the table, taking it all in. Still trying to... To kind of digest all of the information he has just received.
1: Uh, hey, Jerry. Jerry, I think our buddy is a little bit in shock, and I hear that when people are in shock, it's a good idea to help them get a, a bit warm. Can you just go and, you know, give him some, oh, like, like be like a blanket for him? <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, by your
0: request, Jerry from the <laughs> candlestick or from the lantern of which he is now in floofs out and then just kind of expands into this nice warm blanket that kind of like drapes over a relic, not touching him, but just kind of keeping that nice warm air between him and relic. And relic does look back at it very, un- very nervously, <laughs> given it is its size being a large sized creature and then just kind of shrinks into a shell a little bit. <laughs> but does look warmer, too. It's it's scary. Like, this thing is scary. Jerry is a scary thing. Jerry ain't
1: scary. Jerry's a friend.
0: He may be friendly, but he is still a fire elemental, so he is fairly terrifying. Also, where he stepped on the floor, there is also small flames still. I stamped those out. Perfect. All right. What's everyone else doing?
1: Mm,
3: That is a good question. Can I leave off? Along with them in the, in the uh, with relic. Y-
0: yes. No. You just entered the you entered the room, saw fire elemental, saw relic, saw everyone, and pretty much I think your words were something along the lines of, "This is too weird and really not this is normal." So you just kind of accepted it and kept going.
3: <laughs> that sounds like me.
0: So yes, you were in the room with everyone.
3: So are you going to put that flame out or away?
1: No, you're not. Jerry is a friend. And you've named it. Of course you have. Jerry is a friend. Jerry? Jerry? Jerry actually might be my son. <laughs> well, Casca,
3: I must admit, this has uh, surprised me in the least way possible. You're welcome. Nothing about you has made sense yet, <laughs> and it continues to not do so. No, now Humval. I understand you're disappointed.
5: I was too, but you have to admit it's, it's actually kind of funny.
3: Honestly, I somewhat expected this from you, Parker. What, what do you mean? Well, how would I do this? Illegitimate children. It's just you have the look about you. I,
5: I will have you know I'm very much still a virgin. Thank you. I am sorry. Is it because no one will love you Because you are a horrible Quote man Never I just haven't found The right You know Person Goat woman I understand Or whatever You know It doesn't have to be Whatever <laughs> Enough about me <laughs> Vavall gives you A
3: sad pat on the back And continues on For his relic
0: <laughs> oh, It's a pity pat <laughs> That's Tap tap It'll be okay You'll it's, find love one day.
5: You just get a look from
3: from Parker. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so are we attempting to burn Relic alive or are we just going to let this hug it out keep on
2: happening? <clears throat> well, I was just gonna see what we were gonna do about um telling Mai about our failed quest. So Relic, any ideas? Uh for sure. I will have to say that you might want to tell her that soon. Get
4: her, uh, get her up to speed on at least the fact that the contract won't be completed, and she can at least pass on the information. Can you, can you get this guy off of me here? It is a little warm in my shell right now.
2: Jerry, he's a little bit too warm. Go, go play in the fireplace, Jerry. <laughs> he foofs off into the fireplace. I'm going to chuck a log of wood in there so he has something to munch on. And What kind of wood? What, what, <laughs> what kind of wood? I, just a regular... I just grab a... Pe- you know what? I'm going to grab some coal and I'm going to throw some coal in there
1: because <laughs> then I,
2: I don't have to specify. Hey,
1: Jerry likes coal.
4: All right. Uh, so, yeah, I would suggest that you go on and uh, tell my
1: At least get her up to speed. So I mean, we just have to tell her, right? Just tell her. So if I just open the door and shout it out, we don't have to go actually talk uh, to her, right? I would uh, I would go up
4: and talk to her in case she has any uh, lingering questions as to why it didn't uh, get completed.
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem we don't want to talk about.
4: Well, just, just tell her that she, the contract was unable to be completed and ask her if there's any that are outstanding, so you can get another one, so it'll take her mind off of it. I've always found that she's a little less uppity about failed contracts when the group decides to take another one right after.
3: Hmm. Also, we should send our most accomplished liar. This does not seem like a... Alright, I guess I'll go. Alright, thank you, Relic. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. I was gonna say send homeball <laughs> or Gascar, but... Yeah, wait. I guess Relic, like, excuse them,
1: me. Or, I mean, Relic is a liar? Not at all. That was a joke. I got it. Thank Hello. you. I just talked a lot.
5: I'm that was a pretty a good lie, lie though. So.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks like, involves uh, like elect- this himself to go tell Mai the scary news. Mm-hmm. Our party leader should go and talk
2: to Mai. All right, Cruz. <laughs> Goodbye,
3: Cruz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll I'll go tell her. I'll, I'll walk out there. <laughs> okay, Cruise. Here's the guy I love
3: a true business man.
2: I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna screw around and beat around the bush. So let's go tell her. Okay, all right.
3: Do not beat the bush. It may spawn a tree elemental or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just don't take Castiel's box with you.
3: Actually, no, take that explicitly. <laughs>
0: okay okay you you leave out the guild hall lobby into the outer foyer of the entire guild hall the main main chamber it is completely filled with people by this point uh guild members coming in and out several of them right now are in the middle of turning in their contracts uh as the door opens and you enter into it my name is stands up and looks to you very expectantly hands behind her uh back her uh
1: unopened eyes seeming trained on you as the door to our lobby area begins to close I put a gentle hand on it to keep it from closing and Okay. I watch him as he approaches and I'm okay. waiting for him to just about to begin to talk to my okay
3: okay. Uh, okay Vol loads his hand crossbow <laughs>
2: Are uh, you guys uh, going to kill he, me while i gets to her?
0: He gets to the point where he is right at the
1: desk.
3: And ball lies down on the ground.
2: <laughs>
1: and I shout out at my or at uh, Cruz. Good luck storming the castle and then slam the door shut.
3: <laughs> uh we were supposed to be giving him cover. If nothing else, we put him to a swift end, so he does not have to suffer.
1: (laughs) He'll be all right. If he suffers, he's a dragonborn. He's tough, right?
3: Truly the strongest in our party. Yes. (laughs) I I suppose so.
2: I'm I'm going to remember this
3: in here.
1: (laughs) I think it's better to lock this door so that maybe my can't get in.
3: Oh, pretty sure open strangely.
1: I don't... I. Relic, does this door lock?
3: Magnets?
4: Uh, yes, she does. Uh, <laughs> but you, you don't need to worry about Ma. She isn't going to come storming in here. She actually doesn't ever come in here, mainly on account of me. So...
1: Ah, okay. And then I jump onto the couch and throw my feet up. And I pull out some tinkering tools and the small little object and I'm just doing something.
4: Uh, that looks like a really fun little toy right there. I'm pretty sure it's called Rubik's Cube.
1: Um, yeah, except this one is quantum infused. So the moment that you think you solve a color, it doesn't actually solve. You have to solve every single color simultaneously. Oh, that sounds difficult. And I hand it over. I hand it over to Relic. <laughs> okay. He, he, okay. He's gonna he's gonna attempt
0: to solve it. Please roll me a tinkering check.
1: Ah! I literally just threw my die into a into a, a box that might be impossible to get out of. Oops. Okay. Um that would be a nineteen. Okay. Oh, do I do I add my proficiency to this? I forget. I, I think yes. so. 21 in that case.
0: 21. You hand this off to Relic, and he
5: begins to get to work on it. Uh, Hanval, Gaskar, come here. Mm-hmm. When I was visiting my mother, I found a note on my door. It said to meet at the Neon Fang at 8 p.m., and was signed by the Reinharts.
1: Don't do that!
5: That sounds like a trap. Let's send Cruz. But they know where my parents are now, then, which means they followed me. Which means they know that we are here. Good job. Correct. Well, I didn't know.
1: Y- you didn't know that we were here?
5: No, that they had been following me.
1: Okay, I got it. I got, it, got it.
5: So, so what? A, should we go? All of us together? What about Cruz? I still don't really trust him. I say
3: we all go.
1: I ain't going anywhere near the Reinhardt's.
3: Well, either we go and get ambushed, or we never know when we are going to get ambushed. Better to pull the cheese from the trap, as they say.
1: I'm pretty sure the Reinhardts are going to try to shove me into a small little object.
5: That's if they suspect that you might be what you
1: are. I'm pretty sure they might. I would like to know if Relic is noting any of this, and has some questioning remarks or if he's totally lost in this quantum Rubik's cube
0: uh actually uh, hearing you guys starting to talk about specifically the Reinhardt's uh his his tinkering stops and he turns over where you got a you got a note
4: from him correct all right he shared the neon fang right yes at 8 p.m. that's when it's the most busy i've been there a long time myself um my feeling on the subject is if someone wanted to make sure there wasn't a scene and that there was a lot of visibility on the situation they'd have them go at the most uh, popular time so whoever's trying to pull you in there is not going to try to pull something in the saddles at least so that's something to be a be a part or think of. Okay. no one's going to start shooting you in the middle of a crowded uh, crowded uh, room. That's at least traditionally.
5: All right, then if Cruz can survive, my name is then I will let him know when he gets back and we'll prep.
1: You see flames just licking through the, the door suddenly. I am not going. I am not. Nope. I'm not going anywhere near a stinking Reinhardt.
5: If you choose to stay, I won't hold it against you.
1: I settle into the couch a little bit more. He's not Cruz Reinhardt. He's a little bit of an exception. Are you sure? No, I am not entirely sure. But Jerry, if Cruz tried to hurt me, what would you do? Uh you see it kind of <laughs> swell in flames in the chimney. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate that. You're such a kind friend. Good son. Good son. You see its eyes kind of turn into those
0: like half crescents of smiling.
2: Does anybody else picture the little flame from like that Animaniacs Disney or Animaniacs Christmas cartoon? Oh, jeez. I can't picture it. So no, a little bit. Now it's stuck in my head.
3: Considering that's Warner Brothers and heavily copyrighted? No.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> None of my thoughts are ever in that style. Uh, All right, Cruz,
0: you've reached the desk. My name is standing there awaiting a response.
2: Have you completed the contract? Well, there was an issue. We got down there and there was absolutely nothing salvageable. Everything... Everything just crumbled away. We were not able to recover anything. Were the Mourned not there? I'm sorry, who? The
0: Mourned. The very creatures you were sent down to hunt. I am drawing a blank on if we killed them. Roll deception if you're saying this, or are you genuinely asking?
2: Uh, no, I'm genuinely asking. I am no, completely we nev- drawing we a blank. No, so you guys never killed
3: any of them. Oh, okay. We, Hold on, no, this works to cruise. We, we did
2: come across
1: them. <laughs> So, depending on how you answer her question, it still might be deception. But we definitely did come across them.
2: Oh. Then I'm going to say, seen them, but we didn't kill them. And why not?
0: Yeah, You said there was all crumbling, and obviously it's ruins, but the Mourned were supposed to be your contract to hunt, kill, and take.
2: So. Well... I could have sworn our contract was to recover something else. Yes, it was. The the baubles that hung
0: around the necks of the mourned
2: Well all all of the all of their baubles were gone. There was nothing to collect off of them. That's Please why roll. we didn't kill them. I remember now. Please rule deception. <laughs> Cause that
1: that's is a 19. A, that, ooh, that's a good lie. <laughs> good lie. <laughs> Hold
2: on, uh, most likely plus one. Yeah, no! Yeah, plus one. So, 20. <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty 20.
0: Nice job. Well, as you say this, her eyes just kind of narrow at you. Her jaw kind of shifts a little bit in frustration. They are not going to be happy for this.
2: <sighs> are they not going to be happy with us or the fact that the, the dungeons just or the fracture is just deteriorating down. They're not going to be happy receiving
0: any news. However, I feel they will pass this contract on to another guild simply to ensure that your statement is, in fact, true. They want this desperately. And the name. I feel they took our guild simply on the fact that we are a lot smaller scale, we are a lot more under the radar but if they have to go higher profile, they will take this
2: contract, so. Uh, they, They were just trying to save some money.
0: Yes, and we were trying to gain some recognition.
2: Well, speaking of that, we are ready for another one. So if we have any other contracts, we'll gladly take them.
0: At that, you do see her kind of lax just a little bit. Like, not enough of, like, she's not mad anymore, but definitely, like, Okay. Kind of returning to a professional demeanor again, she reaches underneath her desk, grabs a rolled-up piece of paper, and sets it right there in front of you.
2: We're just going to pick it up and read it. Uh,
0: Opening this contract, you see it is unlike the previous contracts. It does not have a sketch of a particular creature on it but of a fruit, a beautiful purple fruit, with kind of spines on it. Uh, on the inside, it does have kind of a diagram of it sliced in half, and a piece of the seed out, and pointing to the seed. Now, this contract is for the third level of the fracture. We need you to go down and retrieve these lambin
2: fruit, Please. Lambin fruit. That does not sound tasty at all. What do they taste like?
0: They are not meant for eating, no. The lambin fruit is meant specifically for... (sighs) I suppose I can say it. It is a kind of alcoholic beverage that it is used to kind of uh, be turned into. It is very, very special. Purple? It is purple.
3: Spiky? It is. It's a pine grape.
0: Ooh! Someone's been doing their research.
2: Uh, Amval, where the hell did you come from? (laughs) When did you get there?
3: (laughs) There were not nearly enough explosions and I got bored.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes, and these are used in this particular brewing of this drink. And uh, the distillery has sent us several orders for these before, and we have fulfilled them on
2: all. Make sure you don't fail this one.
3: They're making IPAs, boys.
2: I would just like to know, can the guild, can each of us get a bag of holding so we can carry the maximum possible?
0: I hope you realize bags of holding cost a lot of magitech in order to actually properly maintain
2: I'm just saying, otherwise we're carrying baskets back and seeing how I'm the strongest one. That means I'm going to be the pack mule, so... Well, I guess that's why I'm paying you. Help a brother out. Okay.
0: You You have, you're the pack mule. You are the strong one. Be the backbone of the team. Actually do something. I do a lot, thank you very much. I swing my sword around. Not fulfilling your contracts.
2: Hey, hey, hey. You know better than anyone that going down to the dungeon, anything can happen. Yes. And if there's nothing there, there's nothing you can do about it. We were down there for a long time. We got wet. I'm pretty sure my shield is rusting and I still have to clean it.
0: You know what? It's at this point that you do see her begin to lax a bit. You do see her kind of like almost roll her eyes a bit and kind of like, all right, all right. I'm sorry, this was just a very important contract. And now that it is not within our grasp, we will not be getting any more high profile ones like this for a very long time.
2: Well, I do have a question. Is there anything you can do about the guild as a whole to put a stop order on this type of contract because that specific item is no longer available?
0: Uh, Unfortunately, we do not have the ability of, as one guild, to forego contracts for others. We are all very separate. What do they do on their time? What they are paid to do does not concern us, and we do not have a say in it.
2: I'm just saying it might be, you know, frivolous to not inform the other guilds and have them waste resources and endanger personnel on a futile mission.
0: Well, technically... And she kind of leans just a little bit into you. That is exactly what we want them to be doing. Why would we tell them that something has dried up when they will waste their resources going after it as well?
2: Well, if there's another guild that we want to establish relationships with, a trade of certain information can be beneficial to both. This is true. Do you have a guild in mind? laughter. Guild laughter. What is your relation to them? We met one of their parties, and we kind of hit it off. They're they're a pretty pretty good bunch. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want this contract dropping in their hands, and you know any of that that bunch go, go into danger needlessly.
0: You see her look over to the guild secretary of Laughter, thinner elf woman sitting there scribing on a piece of paper for an unknown member that you have not met before uh and she begins to nod all right next time you see this group tell them to come see me
2: all right we we definitely will and uh, I'm gonna swoop up the contract again I'm just saying. and in the meantime we're gonna go get prepped to uh capture your fruit but uh is there anything you can tell me about third floor what am I walking into So, for the third floor, at least from what
0: I've heard and from the contracts, is it's very jungle-esque.
2: Oh, jungle, jungle jungle environment,
0: thickly overgrown. Uh, There are very dangerous plants on the third level. Kind of bleeds over into the fourth as well, but at least on the third, you're going to be looking out for carnivorous trees, carnivorous plants. And mounds of dead or dying vegetation. I'd be very wary of those. I've heard stories of guild members being eaten by, you know, dead tree trunks and such. So just be aware of that.
2: Oh, so I've heard legends of a monstrous tree called a Trent. Is is that something we're, we're, we're looking at? As rare as they
0: may be, I believe they do exist down there play nice
2: lots of fire got it
0: ah no 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 <laughs> relic can tell you at least this fire bad idea oh come on don't nerf jerry hey i'm not <laughs> saying hey now for the reason being fire scares fauna plants. it just makes you a target it is very effective against them no doubt but it makes the living nervous so just keep it to a bare minimum,
2: if you can. All right, all right, all right. All right, we will. Uh, we will. I will take that information in stride and relay it to the team, and we will. Uh, we'll, we'll get. We'll get straight to it. I'm gonna go polish up my shoes. The second floor is harsh on metal.
0: Yes, it is, and I am impressed that you have all returned, uh, successfully, at least alive
2: well and we will definitely not let you down on this contract and i'm gonna say my we will definitely be sending you some friends so until next time i will see you later and i'll start heading back towards the guild she bows a farewell and sits back down and uh i'm gonna go back into the guild and relay the info of the contract to the guys ah, you're alive did you think she was going to kill me a little bit yes
1: have you seen how many different faces she has?
2: Yes. True, but she can't afford to kill the strongest member of the clan. Or guild. Yeah, killed. I'm pretty sure that might now be Jerry, but
1: that's a different topic altogether.
2: Mm, no. I think I can pick up more weight than Jerry. I said Jerry would win in a fight. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Parker? Uh...
5: So, this morning I was out, and I was visiting my mother.
2: Wait, before you get into that, I have to relay everything Maya told me before I forget. And I'm going to relay everything about the next contract. Roleplay cheating. Roleplay cheating, yes. Roleplay cheating. And then I'm going to say, okay, Parker, now that that's done, what were you saying?
5: Are your D&D games feeling stale, plain, or downright boring? Upgrade them today with beautiful landscapes, terrifying dungeons, wholesome inns, and vast forests. Draw your players into your own personal fantasy world with Aachenforge. Aachenforge.com provides hundreds of preloaded items for you to mix and match to fully customize your worlds. Use promo code CRITNIT to get $5 off your purchase today. That's CRITNIT, C-R-I-T-N-I-T.
1: Hey everybody, this is Lola, also known as the Gamer Mom Bomb. I'll be joining you guys in a few episodes as Alanya, the Elven Druid. I'm super excited to join this team. Make sure you enjoy the show, and I'll see you guys soon. Hey everybody, this is Chris Cornish, your audiomancer for CritNit. I just want to take a little time out to ask you to do a couple of things for us. Find us on Twitter, and follow us if you haven't already. We are at crit__n__it. Also, if you could please leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever else that you find us, it would help other people find us and get the story out to others. And speaking of the story, let's hop back into it.
5: Earlier this morning, I was visiting my mother and as I was departing, there was a note on the front door. It read, meet us at the Neon Fang at 8 p.m. And it signed the Reinhardts.
2: They signed it literally the Reinhardts? Or was there a Reinhardt seal stamped on it?
5: Well, here,
2: take a look for yourself.
5: And I'll pull it out of my vest pocket
2: and hand it to Cruz. Uh, and what does this... Le- describe this letter to me completely.
0: Okay. Actually, Cruz, you would be very familiar with this type of letter. So this letter handed to you, you unfold it into three pieces. Uh, reading at the top... It does in fact say, meet us at the Neon Fang at 8 p.m. Now, there is many things wrong with this, this note that is very unusual for the Reinhardts. Number one, the header does not say greetings. They always mention a greeting of some sort when writing official Reinhardt notices. You also notice the seal at the very bottom is on the left side, not the right side. You know that Zadok is very, very technical about his letters and his notes. So this itself is showing several signs of either not having been done officially or having been done less than to par of a personal Reinhardt note. Or or it's a forgery. Or it could possibly be a forgery. Uh, Examining the seal, though, you do find the seal is impeccable and it is matching your family's crest to a T. Something like this would have been sent unofficially. So the layman would have been able to open this and been like, holy crud, this is from the Reinhardts. But a uh, official merchant would have opened the letter and been, what an insult to me that they sent such a informal
2: letter. So I can take it that it's actually from the Reinhardts, but it's very an insulting letter. So this is definitely something we need to we need to address whoever in the Reinhardt's inner circle that has access to a seal, which is not very many, somebody sealed this letter but did not write it because I can tell you for a fact, anybody in the inner circle has a format and their format is first nature to them. Everything is done traditionally to a T. There's no greeting on this letter. It is stamped on the left not the right. There's there's a strong chance that this is a forged letter with a stolen seal or a duplicated seal, but that is going to be very hard to prove. Is it wrong that just once I want to see a nobleman send a
3: letter to like a layman and it just be attention, y'all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Wawa West.
3: <laughs> no, just just like a- attempt to like lower their own standing. like this is how they talk right
2: yeah (laughs) but still it would be an official letter a lot of apostrophes and definitely Uh definitely a Reinhardt letter because it would have had a greeting not just hey meet us here so this is very concerning but there's a strong possibility that whoever shows up will not be in the Reinhardt inner circle not when we meet up at the watering hole (laughs) when you have the neon thing yeah,
1: Bruce. Yes, Gaskar. Does this is make it more or less dangerous for us to
2: go? Well, there is a certain level of danger here, but not more dangerous than anything we've already done. Uh, I say, you three go. I will don a disguise, and I will sit apart from you, w- keeping my eyes on you. So if anything does go awry, you at least have backup. Okay, so I've been... In full transparency, I've been rolling dice every now and
1: then uh, to check and see whether or not Gascar's been going to go. Mm-hmm. I finally rolled more than a 10. This time I am going, but it was an 11, mind you. Okay. Um, so <laughs> on I the am, fence. I am going, I am going to be dis- disguised, I suppose, as
2: well. I might be going on oh, natural, like a mongoose. Okay. So you're going to go all natural and pose as a, a pet for either no, Humboldt no, 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 no. or Parker?
1: No, no, am As a wild city mongoose. Okay. I'm hanging out in, like, kind of like the the aqueducts and such that run through town. Okay. Are you still going to attempt to follow them? Um, I imagine that the the city mongoose are kind of scavengers and are seeking to find food and such around dumpsters or trash cans, kind of like raccoons might. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be too uncommon to see a mongoose kind of skidding around in the streets, especially near a pub such as the Neon Fang. Oh, yes. No, you've seen them before as well. So I'm gonna be kind of doing that whole maneuver of I'm gonna be probably outside, keeping an eye on what's going on, and maybe occasionally stealing a snack. Okay. All right. Well, as
0: I hear it, it is in uh, in accord that you guys will be attending this strange meeting.
2: Well, Parker, it'd be it have to be. It's it's up to you because they they they. Gave you the letter, they know your comings. So we don't know if they know you're alone. They don't know. It did not say come alone. It just said meet at the Neon Fang, 8 p.m.
1: Bruce, did you take some points to intelligence? Because this might be the first smart thing I've had you or heard you say.
2: Uh, let's just say my, my my old military self is coming, coming back for a little bit. Um, so I think if you're okay with going in it alone, me, Humval, and Gascar can take up positions in the pub around to not be noticed. I will be outside.
1: So at this point, I wander over to my room real quick, and I go and deposit one of my locators. All right. Okay. And I nonchalantly rejoined the group, stripped of my clothing, but having that little under the shoulder satchel that will carry my um, my button. Okay. And uh, and a dagger.
2: Are are you wearing a fanny pack right now?
1: Um, yeah, but it hides <laughs> underneath the like the flaps of skin underneath my shoulder. So you can't see that fanny pack. All you see is a bear mongoose. (laughs) Or a bear mongoose. Uh, (laughs) I want to know. I want to know how uh, Relic responds to this. (laughs) Relic's got to be having one heck of a day. (laughs) He really is. And
0: I I like to imagine at this point, Relic, as you guys had been having your little conversation, uh, is still very transfixed on the uh, on the cube. Finally, as he turns it one more time. Yes, I got it. Gashgar, I
4: <laughs> uh G- Gaskar, why don't you got any clothes on? <laughs> I mean I get you're a mongoose and all, but uh never mind. I solved your cube. Uh he tosses
1: it to you. And I grab it and I shove it into this mysterious spot on my body that seems to just disappear. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry. You, you. <laughs> all right. Uh.
1: I mean, if he wants to roll like <laughs> some sort of perception check or something to see if he notices where I put it, <laughs> I rolled a seven. <laughs> nope. nope. For all uh, he knows, I have just shoved it into some orifice on my body. <laughs> hell yeah. All righty then. Uh, show up. Oh, oh, oh. And not the weirdest
0: thing I've seen today, apparently. And he sits down on the couch.
2: <laughs> I'm going to actually, I'm going to I'm going to step in. I'm your relic. Do you have a map of the city?
4: Oh, yes, I do. You need it? Yeah,
2: it's specifically the
4: neon fang. Yeah, I got a I got a map of the Schwarf district. Uh,
5: just give me a shake. Wait, Sawyer. He goes into his room. What, but, what time is it now?
0: Uh, at this point, it is about 12 o'clock. Mm. <laughs> Actually with all the shopping I'd put it more at three Y'all spent uh, Yeah, three, uh, three o'clock
5: Well if, if anything uh, This next contract sounds like We're just collecting fruit so How long could that possibly take
0: uh,
5: for, uh,
4: for this particular fruit It's gonna take uh, Probably at least uh, A day or two Dependent on how far away it is, because naturally the other uh, the other guilds also get similar contracts, and so the picking's getting a little bit thin, and so they're gonna have to are gonna have to look a little further for this next one.
5: Hmm. All right. It's hoping to squeeze in another contract before this meeting tonight.
2: Umval, where do I have the map yet?
0: Or uh, yeah, let me just get it real quick. And he goes into his room rummages around for a little bit. Sounds like he's knocking over like an entire shelf of random bits and pieces of glass and rock. They finally brings
2: out to you a, uh, a map of the city, specifically the Swarf district. I'm going to fold it out on the table. I'm going to locate the neon fang. I'm going to say, all right, here we go. Humval. Are you going to position yourself inside the bar? Do you want to take yourself up on the roof? I know for a fact that the neon fang has two skylights One, you can see the booths from, the other directly above the bar.
3: Hmm. But it's wet. That is what I immediately thought of.
2: Nope, it has not rained today. We specifically realized it was not raining. Yep. I know, but soon. He can feel it in his undercoat. (laughs) Is your hair standing up on end? No,
1: because it was still damp.
2: (laughs) Hey, Jerry, do you want to dry off Humval real quick? for do not
1: him? Touch me. He doesn't need to touch you. Radiate. I do not need to glow. Blow dryer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. I can Cruise, see Jerry if you just... position yourself anywhere except inside. There will be no point for you being in this deck out.
2: Well, I was going to position myself at the bar, because this meeting is most likely going to happen at a booth. Somewhere where they'll both be trapped in, but can close enough to talk and not be overheard, especially in a loud, noisy area. Sitting at the bar will give me direct eyesight to mo- the majority of the booths. I was thinking maybe you hide in the bathroom. I mean, I can do that too. I was just going to wear a cloak, though. Definitely the bathroom. Okay, where I'm, hi- where I'm staking out is not important, Humval. Where are you going to? This be? is why
3: I said you should go hide in the bathroom because I want to be at the bar.
2: You know what? I'm pretty good friends with the bouncers. I bet you I could. Uh, so when they go, hey, who's that guy over there? They can point you out. I was just saying I could possibly, and I know the owner of the bar. I could possibly work for him tonight. Ooh, that is a much better
3: one. Get you out of line of sight. Put you in the back. Can you cook?
1: At this point, Gascar sticks a little furry fist back to you for a fist bump. Boom ball.
3: I, op- I open palm. Slap it. Yes, I can. Mm, enough. Missing the point. <laughs> Turkey.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Thanksgiving. no, 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 no. Gaskar goes. Burn and Jerry flames up a little bit.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll figure we'll figure out what I will be later. So you will be at the bar. Parker, you'll be taking the meat. Gascar will be in the aqueducts and rummaging around the dumpsters watching the back door. So I guess I should just take up the front door. If I can if I can weasel in as a bouncer, the front door will be covered.
5: Wait, Cruz, if this really is a a Reinhardt meeting, is there anything I should keep an eye out for? Anything I should expect?
2: Mind your manners. Reinhardts are very... You won't get anywhere with them unless you're minding your manners. So, sirs, thank yous, pleases, shake hand, and cordial speaking. You'll you'll get almost anything out of them. If it is a Reinhardt. If it's a lackey of a Reinhardt, they'll let you know right away. And, uh... Never draw a weapon unless one's drawn first. In other words, put that good old
1: community bardic college charm to test.
2: I will, I will uh... I will do my best. Make sure to bring your violin with you, because if anything... You being a bard, you should assume this is an audition. Hmm, that's very clever, actually. So, if you assume this is a uh, an audition, then they are more likely to share what the true intent of this meeting is, because they they they're, they're not going to want to have any subterfuge going on to you, if it is a Reinhardt that is mm. okay so make sure you have your violin out or actually just in a case try to be as professional as possible since you're meeting at a bar definitely uh, I would say not, not your everyday wear but try to look like you're going to a job interview
5: <clears throat> okay
2: I will take your advice.
1: Sawyer. I'd like to try tinkering up a very simple object. OK. It's essentially a just a, a little metal cylinder. Um, I think of it kind of like as a, a little bit of an oil lamp, but that it would be able to contain an ember inside one chamber with oil in another um, that coal would be ready to create an ignition as soon as a plunger is pressed to kind of create a fireball on spot. You want to make a grenade? Um, no, not, not a grenade. It's more like a flamethrower. But the purpose would be to have uh, Jerry being the ember inside so putting like a little chunk of coal in there but he's in a low oxygen environment um so that when i press the plunger he would get a bunch of fresh burnable material passing through an ember and you'd be able to spurt out suddenly into yeah the present area uh sure give me roll a tinkering check Alright, D20. Do not fail me now.
2: I was gonna say you should try to work up a freaking earpiece for all of us and put a mic on Parker so we can hear this conversation he's having. That's an 11?
0: An 11? Uh, You're able to have... You have the proper materials, uh, except the lantern that you would need in order to do this would have to be custom made, and... At the moment, you don't have a workshop to start heating and molding the metal.
1: Don't I though? You know what? If you want to implement Jerry
0: in the in the use of this, then yes, no, you will have been able to successfully craft your. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not that it's not that difficult. It's not hard. It's just you had to have been able to craft the the actual means of holding this by the compartments. But if you have the heat metal via Jerry.
1: Sure. You know what? It's not that hard to make. Awesome. So I grab a piece of coal. Jerry, I need you to I need you to get into this piece of coal. I'm going to put it into this little chamber right here and you need to go into the coal and then I'm going to close the door. It's going to be dark. You're not going to have a lot of oxygen, so you're not going to burn. You're probably going to go to sleep for a bit. But as soon as I either open this door or press on this lever and you'll get a bunch of really tasty oil and you'll come shooting out of this other little hole right here. You can come right on out. He hops onto the coal and I also put this into my mystery bag.
0: Okay. Man, my day has been weird. Alright. Y'all ready to go? You guys, are you guys going to do any more prep or do we want to just kind of skip to the night? Sawyer. Yes, sir. How does one procure a Magitek drive? Uh, one can either go to the Techtop Top Shop, which sells Magitek drives.
2: Or you can ask Cruz, who took a bunch from his shop. Well then, Cruz, how many do you have? I have 15 level ones, I have three level twos, I have one level three, and I have 25. But I get one of those cantrip drives and a level one. Now Humval. You seem to be the man that's constantly busting my chops. Now you want something from
3: You're me. You're a shopkeep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is totally due. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I can't help but feel like, like there's something you should be asking me right now.
3: Yes. What is the price?
2: Preferably on your knees.
3: Ah. Okay. Begging me for it. Cruz. What was the name of the other shop that is actually running?
2: I'm going to toss him the drives and say, you can never take a
3: joke. So they are free. No take backsies. Okie dokie.
2: <laughs> yes, I will just give them to you for free.
0: Uh, yes, the the informal law of take backsies up in the sandlands.
3: What do you mean informal?
1: Takes back, take backsies is a real thing. It also comes with a knife in the back.
3: Ooh. Exactly. That's why there's no take We shouldn't have touched it in the first place. Well then, as Cruz heads off,
0: procures himself a, a job for the night. The rest of you uh, do your prep. Gaskar, are you setting up whatever uh, travel sack you want?
1: Uh-huh. uh I think I would like to. I would like to go back to my house. Okay. Um, in the alley, and collect the other locator that I have stashed. There. Okay. Yep. And. Perf, yeah, Call that
5: good. Uh, Parker's going to go back to his room and uh, like put on some really nice fancy clothes and find a, a spare case for the violin. Because I, as of lately, I've just been kind of hauling around on my back. So I'll find a nice a nice case for it.
2: I'm going to actually, I'm going to go ahead and rush to the Neon Fang and talk to I just forgot the bartender's name and owner.
0: Gregory Thurston. That's it. Yeah, Gregory. Gregory.
2: I'm going to rush to Gregory and ask him if I can uh, bounce for the night free of charge.
0: Uh, Whatever, Cruz. I mean, if you want to work, I'll put you to work. I wasn't anticipating it, but sure. You know what? Why not?
2: I need to be on the front door tonight.
0: Done. I don't actually right. usually have a bouncer, so if you want to do it for the night, fine. Just...
2: What happened to your bouncers? You at least had two. Yeah.
0: They uh got too drunk and started <laughs> bouncing each other. Come
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you no, kidding
0: me? Yeah, I fired them. Thanks. You know, I'll, I'll take it. You know what? Drinks for the night on you. On me? Darn it. Let's try to get you on that. Never works.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you want to provide me drinks, I'm okay with that. But I'm not paying for them and working for you.
0: Yeah, fine. You can have you gonna have drinks for the night. Fine. All
2: right. Um, I'm gonna fill him in, kind of on the plan, not the full things. But I need to be watching for Parker. The the guy he really likes during this job interview. All right. Uh, and the fact that there will be a black kitty sitting at the uh, sitting at the bar and his his drinks will be on me. All right, crew. So your drinks are free, but his drinks are coming out of your purse. No, my drinks are free. And if his drinks are on me, then they're free.
0: Wow, you're gonna really play the system here, aren't you? <laughs> Fine.
2: Drinks all around.
0: Drinks on me. Gregory.
2: <laughs> no, okay. David, DM, you couldn't hear that because at the end of the night when he says, all right, you need to pay up your friend's tab. I'm going to say, but my tab was free.
0: I know that and I see where you're going with this. <laughs> okay, so you have taken up position at the Neon Fang. It's about five o'clock by this point. With you gussied up, Boomball, your Magitek drives and Gascar, your locator cruise. At about seven o'clock, you're bouncing. You've had to kick out at least two drunkards who have almost started brawls. Nothing too crazy. Usually there's, you know, a couple of them throughout the day. And at about seven o'clock, you do see two figures approaching the Neon Fang. They are completely out of the ordinary. You see two beautiful dark-skinned tiefling women wearing bright white gowns red ribbons strewn through their horns red kind of a uh, trim along their dresses and as they walk they both carry fans, and they're beginning to kind of uh like fan themselves as they come closer to you and they just pass pass to you and nod a greeting as they enter the neon fang
2: Nah, I'm going to stop him at the door and I'm going to say, uh-uh, I'm sorry ladies, can't come in without showing some ID or proof of age, this is 21 over establishment. They
0: both look to each other, sincere apologies, and they both reach in and produce an
2: ID. Uh, I'm going to look at it a little extra hard, making it sure it's not fake. Or investigation, excuse me, roll investigation, check.
4: investigation. Check. my d20. I can't I can't it.
2: Know. Now he's investigating the floor. <laughs> I am invest- I'm investigating my backup bag of dice and dropping Parker's character piece. Monster. I am a monster. Oh, can I find my other D20? Because that was a nat one. You know what, man? They look like they're 21. I, bl- I
0: let them in. Uh, you see them go to the far left. Of the bar and take up a booth both sitting one one arm kind of in their lap and the other one fanning them
2: and i'm gonna make sure to keep an eye on them for the rest of the i'm definitely a keep of a note keep them in my eye and as people come in and out i'm going to be watching for them
0: okay at what point you would notice that they order wine a uh, very nice red that is served to their desk or to their not, booth.
2: man can i have my first dice that i dropped because that's a nat 20 uh no you may not
0: the rest of you comes to about 7 30 time to leave final preparations made you all head out i head out via aqueducts in studying the map you would notice there is an aqueduct that does run its way through the swarf district comes out to about within half a mile of the actual uh actual neon thing itself so it's it would be a much faster journey though albeit
1: more wet than on foot like humval or park oh wet doesn't bother river mongoose we're good
0: oh yes no i was just saying that for the fact of uh if any one of the other ones uh other taller folk would like to have tried to join you it would have been a
1: little bit more interesting hey, I, I okay all right i turn to Kumval. hey humval you like to get places fast and speedy, don't you? Uh, typically, yeah. Hey, hey, follow me, and I I begin walking out of the guild hall. Does he follow? I will follow for now. All uh, right. I imagine that I come up, uh, I come up to a dark corner that I am pretty familiar with. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is kind of a a jumping in point into the aqueducts, but. Unless you know the aqueduct is right around the corner and over the little ledge, you wouldn't guess. And I have my little spider cannon thing on per, uh, protector mode, which puts up a little force field sort of thing. And I attempt to use the force field to shove <laughs> a ball into the water.
0: Uh i will unfortunately i will have to rule it like this the force field does not exhibit a physical force
1: oh come on come sorry. on! sorry all right fine well i my character would have known that um, yes yes no this is true uh all right
0: sorry i got i got stuck in this very sticky situation with the cuba force once and i've learned henceforth that uh those emanations are magically designed to prevent things from hitting you, not push objects away.
1: Well, fine, I ruined my fun. Where's your yes I'm and sorry. mentality? Come on, here. Um, uh, I would, I would like to try and deceive him by saying, "All right, hey, you need, we need to make a running jump across this ledge." And we will uh, end up into this little alleyway that will take us right where we need to go super fast. And I I run and make the the jump. But while I've been midair, I would like to essentially have a contested persuasion check here.
3: <laughs> so you mean you're going to lie?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. I'm They're trying loaded. to convince the roll, you to, roll to deception. follow me as I'm uh, following my example here. Roll deception, roll insight. Alright, um... Deception... that's a 13. Natural 17. (laughs) Alright.
0: While he is not telling a lie, per se, you definitely feel, ergo his demeanor in this, that it is not the entirety of the truth by any means. Possibly by the giggling to himself as he runs and jumps. You know, that probably didn't help.
3: Well, and Wal spent all, almost all of yesterday just running around.
1: Yeah, you could probably start putting two and two together. When I splashed down and I noticed that he has not followed me, <laughs> I yelled back up, chicken, and then I swim off.
0: Wal, well, do you make the your way to the guild hall, or excuse me, to the neon fang via
1: natural means? What does mine mean? Supernatural? Unnatural. Or a river mongoose, really? Uh, for people on (laughs) (laughs) two-legged
0: traditionals I will stroll there okay Gascar you make it there first and you come to the Fang, possibly as as you can see in the distance Huval
3: coming up one thing I did want to do is that on my way there I wanted to just hit up any corner shop and pick up like a a cloak and a hat
0: oh uh, easy enough
3: you can just get him from the Guild Hall. I could, but that'd be from the Guild Hall. And I specifically did not want to be seen leaving the, the Guild Hall with a disguise.
0: That in total would run you about five credits. Five credits done. All right. Well, you have made it to the Guild Hall. Parker Prax, you are there with Kumval and Gaskar. Having made it there first, would there be anything you'd like to do preliminary? Oh,
1: I is, are there any other um, River Mongies? Yes, there was actually at the very end. Okay, I am, I am running around with the other river mongooses, acting very natural, playing in river mongoose games, and um, thoroughly trouncing all of them. Um, but at the same time, when we, when they, when we all see somebody perhaps walking out of the neon fang with a to-go bag, we all do the you know river mongoose thing of trying to go and look all cute and seek to get some food. <laughs> but this gives me very explainable reasons for being near the door.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> you begging food.
0: There is, there is a quite drunk kind of half work that kind of wanders out and he looks down at you guys. He's got a small bag that's just dripping with grease and he's just, Oh, oh. And he just starts fishing out little pieces of fried fish and tossing it to you
1: guys. I scurry up his leg onto his shoulder and kind of stick my face kind of into his. Ah. Uh.
2: <coughs> uh,
1: give me your fish.
5: Give me your fish.
2: <coughs>
0: Humboldt and Parker, as you have arrived at the Neon thing, you see a half-orc with A mongoose on his shoulder whispering sweet, give me fishes into his ear. Several other uh, very normal river mongies kind of around him picking up small pieces of fish he's tossing. And there's Cruz standing at the front of the door, very stalwart.
2: I will approach. I'm gonna act like I don't know, and I'm gonna say, ID, sir. Uh, I'll shuffle around my pockets.
5: Uh, and pull out an ID and I'll, I'll hand it over.
2: I'll pretend to look at it and then just, all right, have a good night. We have great drinks on tap.
5: Mm. Thank you, sir. And I'll, I'll continue on.
3: Okay. is about 50 feet away, and I have been tailing Parker at this point.
0: Parker, as you enter into the Neon Fang, uh... It is pretty busy right now. I mean, every table has at least one patron at it. There are several full tables of about five to six. Uh, The bar is pretty much from one end to the other, completely full of patrons, minus about two.
5: I'd like to look around the room to see if anybody is like looking at me, like kind of expectedly.
0: Please roll a perception check.
5: Ooh, 17.
0: 17 would be enough for you to notice. As your eyes kind of start to left and work their way around, two dark-skinned tieflings in beautiful white dresses, looking right at you. One of them you recognize.
5: I was gonna say you've mentioned dark-skinned tiefling before. Is this look like the one that was at my parents' place?
0: Yes, it does. Hmm.
5: I will head over to that.
3: I will head over to them.
0: Heading over
1: through the drunken brawls of patrons through the neon thing. Drunken brawls, plural? How many? Like usually, pub brawls turn into just one massive angry brawl. This is separate brawls. Yeah, there's two of them going on, kind of at separate tables. They
0: haven't gotten out of their seats though, and they're just kind of like hand fighting at their like tables.
2: Cruz is going to come knock on one table and say, knock it off or I'm booting you out. They
0: immediately look at their drinks and then stop fighting and then just grab for their drinks as
3: if, like, please don't take them away. So at this point, <laughs> Cruz has stepped away from the door. Yes, he has. This is when I'm going to sneak in. Okay. A little stealth check, please. Natural 17 for 24. Oh,
0: that way beats his passive.
2: You sneak in. How do you know what's my passive?
0: It is That's not 24.
2: 24. <laughs> it is exactly 26, okay?
0: Uh, 10 plus your wisdom, which I believe is 2?
2: You don't know nothing.
0: Uh, okay, so either from 12, 12 to 13, a 17 by natural beats it. Uh,
3: out of perception of a lot of people
0: yeah this is very true 24 is a very uh i don't know many people
3: who would be able to see some that at 24 yep so i just kind of skulk in keep low keep my eyes on the bar and i look for the most likely spot i would blend in
0: uh that would be actually in the corner where you're heading there is a table where there's kind of a drunk man asleep no one's paying them any attention. It's a perfect place to kind of keep an eye on everything. It's the opposite side of where Parker is heading. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Parker, you make it to the table with the two tieflings. And as you uh, come to their table, they motion for you to sit. And as you do, they kind of lay their hands on the table. Bonjour. We'll see you next time. Last time on Critnit, we all showed up. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Elliot.